0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Unregulated Podcast. This is episode number forty-four. It should be episode number forty-five, but (laughs) I take the blame for this one. Uh, The tail end of my Vegas trip got a little hairy, so we decided to have a one-week hiatus. So I apologize to our loyal fans and listeners. Tom got lost I on I spent a table. little too much time at the casino <laughs> towards the end trying to Happens. claw back my losses. Happens. So. Don't worry about it. All right. I appreciate it. I net hope net? my fans will, will will forgive us for what, that. the hell with them if they don't? What was your net net? Um, I think we added it up. I think combined, we were, I think, down 450. Holy mackerel. 400, 450, something like that. All in. Of course- it would have been three fifty if I didn't throw away hundred dollars at the airport out of slot. On machine. what? Are you out of your mind? Because <laughs> <laughs> I told you that story, and you figured out that. Yeah, out. <laughs> it was either that or hang out with my kids in well, an well, Okay, so it really
1: so. is hundred bucks well spent. It's not yep. lost. Number forty-four. <laughs> number forty-four. What? What am I Who, looking? Who's at? Who's
0: the famous number forty-four we Reggie, were just talking about? Reggie
1: Jackson. I got a good Reggie story.
0: I got a. I at least know where you went to high school. Give me a good Reggie story. Buddy of mine, our our friend Dave from Arizona now, who spends some time between Arizona and and, uh, uh, Denver, he says he was golfing with Goose Gossage recently at a charity golf (laughs) tournament. (laughs) That's random. And he had ended up in his foursome. Yes. Just wouldn't, guy loves to talk, right? Jackson? No, Goose. Really? Yeah, yeah. doesn't strike me as a talker. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, maybe he had a couple of. Double double chin, I yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. But he riffed on baseball today and he said, and I don't know if this was a confidential conversation, but it's he, about it, it's a, it's he about he had not some to base expletives about today's players. Yeah, I'm sure and he, their sensitivity. I'm sure he thinks they're a bunch of things. they're a bunch of delicate flowers. Yes, yes. That was that's a good way to describe it. I what know he that's
1: I trust me. I think people are delicate flowers nowadays.
0: And then and then Dave's like, guess who he didn't like very much? He, I'm like, well, let me guess, Reggie Jackson. And it was like, how did you know? Because Reggie Jackson <laughs> like everyone deli- knows that. Because
1: Reggie Jackson was a delicate flower in his age. And you think about the Yankees who are on that team with Gossage, Sparky Lyle, Lou Piniella, Chambliss, Thurman Munson. Yeah. These are some pretty tough hombres, right? These are these are guys who like in another world would have played football, right? Yeah. these were guys who are not to be fooled with. Even Mickey Rivers, I suspect, would have punched you in the mouth for like the price yeah.
0: of a cup of coffee. And, uh, yeah, so he, he said he had a fantastic time with the goose. I was a little How could bit you jealous. not? Yeah. How could you not? Who, who, could, who wouldn't, who wouldn't so. like that? All right. Where are we starting this week? Where do you want to start, kid? I have no idea. I got a pretty long list since
1: we, we I skipped I want to give a week. shout out to a new listener and a long time listener. The new listener is Kelly Raymond, um, top, top, top drawer, um, environmental type analyst person, um. So welcome to her, even though she has somewhat questionable taste in friends. Um, and a shout-out to Ann, uh, maiden name all married name Austin. A shout-out to her. So Didn't we already? We did, we... but I had coffee with her oh, like, you know, okay. fairly recently. So well, I'll wanna... throw
0: one in, too. My good buddy Colin texted me out of the blue and said he listened to our riff on Line 5. Colin, who Chapman? I don't think you know him, but he was any a relation Republican to staffer. to Araldus. He was a Don Young guy. Anyway, oh my God, um, wasn't everybody? Uh, Colin says that uh, he agrees with us that pipelines are the safest form of transportation, primarily because he sent me a video of a oil truck blowing up on the freeway that he witnessed. Bonnie, so <laughs> yeah. that's cool. So anyway, we got a, a couple of converts, and Hillary says we need to market. This is going viral, baby. We need to
1: market. I agree. You got to get your marketing guy I, off the dime here. It's ridiculous. I agree, I our agree. genius is our, our lamp is being hidden under a bushel. All that's right. It's
0: not good. Let's get into it. Where do you want to go first? Uh, your, your call. I know where I want to go first. All right. Let first. me do one that I missed Uh-oh. the last time. On what? Uh, Foxbusiness.news. Uh, Fox Business, uh, this article, Nike is a quote-unquote brand of China and for China, CEO says during an earnings call. yeah, I saw this. Yeah, I remember this now. Uh, I believe they tried to walk it back. (laughs) That's a tough one to walk back. (laughs) Here's the quote. We are the largest sport brand there, and we are a brand of China and for China, Donahue said. And the biggest asset we have in China is the consumer equity. Consumers feel a strong, deep connection to Nike, Jordan and Converse brands in China, and it's real.
1: Sure, I man. Know. I I why wouldn't it be real? I mean, once you've once you've gotten over the threshold of accepting murder and genocide, how could you not be a fan favorite with the guys committing murder and genocide? I mean, you know, it's natural.
0: I just thought it was interesting. It's that, uh, it explains right that slipped out it, uh, probably slip was one out. of those Man, I should have counted to 10 before I said that It wasn't that a mistake. One. You know, what it, it was a Washington. The truth always comes out.
1: It was a Washington mistake. Right. You know, he he, he told the truth.
0: Right. The truth always comes out.
1: You know right. what? Terrible person. I don't even know this guy. And I can tell you right now he's a terrible person.
0: Who could say something like that with a straight face? So, full court press this week. Uh, I don't have any news articles, but I uh, came, came out of a couple of meetings today where the- uh, What kind of meetings, Tom? You know what kind of meetings <laughs> I, I go to. <laughs> The um, the election stuff is brewing. Uh, all they chose All Star Week uh, to to ramp up. Uh, apparently, a letter is circulating from some blue chip companies in support of the John Lewis legislation. And now there's new rumors that uh, Schumer may eve may be willing or uh, may attempt to harass his uh, conference into supporting something and. Uh, invoking the filibuster in the name of election reform
1: yeah yeah um interesting but i put like zero possibility on it
0: you know because once you john lewis's the anniversary of his death is this week also by the way yeah, so which they'll I which can, they'll you know what exploit like they did last oh time.
1: okay yeah i was gonna say i'm 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 sorry he's still dead but i'm i'm okay i get it i get i get it It was the anniversary of my father's death back on May 30. um, But we didn't pass any legislation because of it, although the old man was in favor of a lot of different kinds of legislation. So, um, yeah, there's no – Senator Manchin has made it as clear as he can possibly make it. He's not voting to bust the filibuster. That's it, period, full stop. He's not going to give a carve-out for constitutional questions, right? Jim Clyburn coughed up the – we should give a carve-out for constitutional questions,
0: all right, I'm a little unclear. Yeah, isn't the whole thing
1: a I constitutional don't question? Is that what? <laughs> Look, I'm just a simple country boy, but I put my hand up three times to take the same oath members of Congress take, and right, you pledge to um, defend the United States Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. I would assume every action that you take while in office is an attempt to um, live up to that oath. But maybe I'm thinking about it the wrong way, or maybe they're thinking about it the wrong way. We should probably ask Jim Clyburn on so he can explain to us what he means by stuff that involves the constitution. Well, he shoots us ideas every day every week. He so. is like many <laughs> like many of our friends <laughs> on the hill, a content provider to this program.
0: Uh okay, I've got one here uh from Vice President Harris. Yes. I don't know, I'm I'm sure you probably heard this, is this but is this, oh, no, I, I, I want to hear it. Ready? Yeah. Cut the clip
2: one of those compromises that you'd support? I don't think that we should underestimate what that could mean. (laughs) Because in some people's mind, that means, well, you're going to have to um, Xerox or or photocopy your ID to send it in to prove you are who you are. Well, there are a whole lot of people, especially people who live in rural communities, who don't, there's no Kinkos, there's no Office Max near them. People have to understand that when we're talking about voter ID laws, be clear about who you have in mind and what would be required of them to prove who they are. Of course, people have to prove who they are. But not in a way that makes it them it almost impossible
0: for them to prove who they
1: are. Make it stop. <laughs>
0: okay. She got a like, she got a lot for that one. She, she,
1: um. There's a couple <laughs> there's a couple of things that are really funny about that one is of course the their you know photocopying out in rural America I mean, like rural like
0: Americans I, they don't have they don't have yeah, kinkos and by the way kinkos doesn't exist anymore first i believe off, they were shut acquired up.
1: But, shut up by, but, by by fedex about yeah, 10 years ago yeah, Where yeah. you been sister yeah so two things first off i give her full credit for not using the word cracker cuz i'm sure that was what actually was crossing her head yeah. as she was talking um so so Good on her, right? It's a way to stand message. And then the second thing, the really interesting thing is the, the the now painful game of twister slash yoga that the Democrats are having to do to explain how they're in favor of voter ID.
0: But it's really complicated, uh, you know, because it's this, it's that, yeah, it's the other be thing. Be careful what you're asking for because you those rural American red voters, they don't know how to make a photocopy. You think i should of you, their ids do you
1: think we should tell her you gotta have a photo id to buy a gun do, i told I you mean, the I story just, you know, about my
0: my charger right did your, i tell your, this charger story on the podcast your phone yet? charger your car my charger. phone charger that i bought from apple no where i had to go to the store i didn't have my id because i lost my wallet and the guy because you couldn't go in the store yeah, during yeah, COVID. Yeah, yeah. And the guy was like, I need your ID. I said, well, I don't have my ID, but I have this piece of paper from Maryland DMV that says I'm who I am. Plus, I have the receipt here on my phone, which shows I purchased the thing and shows clearly the pickup time for the charger. Oh, and also, I have this utility bill that I happen to, to have handy. That might be good enough. No, you have to have an ID. No, I'm, I'm engaged in it. It was literally like a 20-minute fight with this guy. I, I said, look, I'm done Having this conversation, I'm done with Apple. Please go in there and get my charger so I can leave, or I will spray the room with both vitriol but, and gunfire. But the same company did you get your sign? One of those letters did saying you get your we charger? need the voting rights approved. Yeah, he went finally went in and gave yeah. gave it to me. Yeah. So, so it, anyway, it turns out voter. But ID... I guess you need an ID to buy a charger, but you don't need one to vote. It turns out voter
1: ID is a good idea, but just not the kind of voter ID you guys want. Right. Of course. It, it, we say this every week. I, I see no reason why we should not say it this week. The vice president is just not very good at this. no, I mean I'm, I'm certain she's a great lawyer, a great prosecutor, uh, was a fine attorney general was a was a, was a perfectly adequate things per- perfectly adequate senator, yeah. but whatever it is that makes a good vice president um, is not a something that she unfortunately has a surfight of. and yes, I said fight. look it up. Okay.
0: I'm kind of chippy today. So um, you say it's not going to happen. I think they're they're going to take a, a a hard run at some version of this, this Clyburn legislation. HR4. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. To try and get it through. Because yeah. they are starting to worry that the midterms are getting yeah, a lot I mean, closer. The, the, and the, the... Clyburn, was it Clyburn who said in a hot mic moment or something, like, well, we have to pass this stuff so we can keep the house or whatever
1: no i don't know did he so it's a perfectly legitimate thing the tricky thing is is that it's not going to survive first contact with the judiciary right so i'm not really worried about it one way or the other um i'm i don't say i'm entertained by it because i'm never entertained by attempts to um evade one's constitutional responsibilities but i'm um, it's 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 a it's a, it's, a, it's like a really good. Well, the Supremes the Supremes
0: made it clear that sure, states can do this. just sure. this past week, and it, 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 like the Brnovich thing was it ended the, the conversation. Yeah, right? and the the lefties are screaming, "This is the Trump Court, da 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 whatever." Right?
1: So. It, it's it it is in fact, unfortunately for everybody. Now, in fact, the United States Supreme Court, whoever invented it, it is what it is now, and you got to yeah. live with that. Keeping in mind that. Justice Barrett in her first time out voted against the um, Affordable Care Act repeal. Oh, I wasn't going to say that. But, yeah, that's a good one. She also voted against um, the uh,
0: refiners on the on the RFS thing. Yeah, on the RFS thing. Oh, I didn't know she was. She was one of on the bad that. ones. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. Didn't even think about it. So, But I do notice that our theory about Roberts is true. Don't. He tends to be joining the, Who the appointed majority. Him? Who appointed him? Who appointed him? My – no my remember we discussed about oh, the fact yeah. that he wasn't going to let oh, yeah. Clarence Thomas write all, yeah, he's all never the... gonna, He's never going to let anybody <laughs> right, else be right, Chief right. Justice. I get that. But, right. you know, he, he... – So she did
1: push him. Oh, yeah. Look, she, I, I'm i sure over her long career, um, she will both be a, a reliable vote and probably, if not the most powerful intellect on the court, no worse than second at any given moment. And
0: long – emphasis on long – Oh, I have no idea how long. Right. How mean, long. We, all, we don't know when our time is. Right. I was going to say. Based on the actuarials, it could be a pretty The long author time. of all things makes those so, decisions, not me. Another great verdict in the Supreme Court for, for the American Energy Alliance, at least, and freedom lovers in, in general. The
1: disclosure of donors. Yes.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Americans for Prosperity. Appreciate you taking that all the way to the end. We are going to be going back into the mail in the great state of California, and there are plenty of conservatives who are itching to help us fight the Green New Deal. So, it,
1: it, you know, largest, largest, largest state in the union, largest concentration of Republicans,
0: largest concentration of conservatives. That's right. And New York should, the domino should fall pretty soon there too, I guess, as soon as someone files a suit on that one. So, because um, New York has the same disclosure requirements, yeah. So I think that, the state of Washington does too, don't they? I'm not sure. You don't even care, really? Right? I don't like, care about Washington.
1: No, okay. Too much. Yeah, fair enough. So Anyway,
0: so that's our Supreme Court update. Yay. We should have some background music <laughs> for that. <laughs> yeah. Producer, we need to work on, like, Da-da-da, traditional da-da. sound effects for our different updates. Like, for example, a, we got to find a, a really a good one for infrastructure. A gong. We need a gong. That would be good. Boing. Let's find a gong. All right. What do you got for infrastructure? Oh, am I on infrastructure? Yeah, you're, a, you're our infrastructure guy. You're, you're the... <sighs> okay.
1: Uh, the infrastructure bipartisan deal of the century that is now three weeks old is probably not going to get 60 votes, so it's not going to pass. And the uh, um, Democrats are going to have to take some of that money and um, throw it into reconciliation, right? The $600 billion in new money probably going to have to get thrown into reconciliation. A friend of mine points out that, hey, you can't um, you can't deal with the highway trust funds in reconciliation. I'm pretty confident you can throw general funds in there. Long story short is the three point five trillion dollar number that came out of the budget committee last
0: night, which was a compromise. Bernie Sanders claims, which dip- he won't, he will, will not go down one penny below. Yeah, you know, three point five trillion dollars. You know, Originally, he was
1: six. Yeah, no, so. Bernie. Bernie Sanders walks out of the White House Monday night and says, "I won't support anything less than $3.5 trillion. Twenty four hours later, what comes out? A number that's three and a half trillion. I'm like <laughs> Shocker. Remind me not to remind me not to not to um you know let him negotiate anything for me. Here's the here's the lowest number I'll accept. Okay, here's the lowest number you're gonna get, boy. Um six hundred billion extra dollars gonna have to get tagged onto that. So we're at like 4.1, 4.2, because it might be some extra, right? Um long story short, his mansion is uh, still talking about figuring out a way to pay for most of it. So his number is going to look more like two trillion dollars. So we have about a we have about a hundred percent difference between the two sides. We're going to have to see how it goes. Um, the other thing that's tricky is, um, the other thing that's tricky is, you know, Senator Warner. Uh, his announcement last night was like, "Hey, we we have we have paid for all of this." But no details were given about how they're going to yeah. pay for all of this. So I'm kind of curious because almost every single tax raiser um, that the Biden guys have proposed has been shot down by Democrats. So I'm not sure what the hell they're talking about. The only thing that remains unmolested is the bump up in capital gains. And that's spectacular. But it scores at $490 billion over 10 years. What about the IRS stuff? The IRS scores at $700 billion over 10 years. But Bad news. It's not going to score on budget. It's not going to score on budget. I'll tell you why. Because it, it's contrary to budget rules to score, right? Budget rules assume that you're actually enforcing the laws for obvious reasons. If they if they assumed you weren't enforcing the laws, then everybody would just make up imaginary numbers, like we're going to come up with a magic $700 billion from IRS enforcement.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, but you want to know what we're going to start calling this $3.5 uh, $3. trillion dollar monstrosity? And by the way, let's re- let's... It's not a Make it point. clear, this is not the budget. This is on top of yes, yeah, The budget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is not the whole budget. No, no, no. Why
1: this would is on top
0: of the whole budget, dude. If you're gonna spend funny money, at least so, make it big. Yes. So I want people to understand when they say 3.5 trillion, they're talking about the add-ons. Yeah. Uh, in addition to the six trillion we've a, already in, added, in, on. I'm actually going to give him a little bit of credit because he did give us a great name for this uh, for this thing. But I also, still not going to, he's not in cycles, so I don't believe he's actually going to vote against it. Here's a quote. I don't have any information, so it's going to take me a lot, a bit, to sort through that. I'm not saying no, but I'm not saying yes either. Lindsey Graham. Mm-mm. Damn it. So it's going to take a little bit. $3.5 trillion is a shit pile of dough, he said. John Kennedy. Senator John Tester. <laughs> yeah. So <right laughs> that now, is our new title for this budget. We can't actually say that. For this reconciliation. We can't
1: actually say that. Uh, um, um, there's about, there are about eight, eight moderates who are just not going to be able to take this kind of number. Right. And the only question is what where we actually wind up. I think we actually wind up two and a half, somewhere between two and, you know, somewhere between two and two, seven, five is where we're going to wind up, I think, which, by the way, is. Not much more than what Trump spent it's an enormous right? it, it's less than Trump spent. It's an enormous amount of money, right Trump put out four trillion ultimately It's an enormous amount of money that is not warranted at all by any damn thing. The other thing that kills me about it is that it comes the day after the May inflation numbers come out, right. We are heading towards a yearly inflation bump at the end of the year of like you seven are or eight percent
0: so good at our segues I know. It's Thank great. You. Thank you. Finish that jab because then I'm going to talk about gas prices. You
1: know, there's no way in the world you can be in favor of this thing if you're concerned about inflation. And everybody who buys anything, sells anything, moves anything should be concerned about inflation. So, you know, it, it those of us who live through the
0: late 70s, we're heading, we're heading for unprecedented it's, it's annualized bad. inflation. It's, yeah, uh, it's a buddy of mine, Chris, the well, number said it was about 0.66% a month. Yeah, that's a lot. That's like nine percent a year, which brings you cl- between seven and nine yeah, percent a year. Yeah, Just factor, you know, yeah. a fudge,
1: and you know, and, and it
0: it's bad. It's and, kind uh, of the stuff that the younger's don't have a clue about. Like uh, they're not even quite sure what inflation is. They're gonna find out here, right? And so. keep in
1: mind the fed the Fed's target rate on inflation is two percent a year. That's their target. You can't sustain inflation at nine with the Fed um you know with the money with the money number of 0.25% uh, which i think is where the fed is now 25 basis points um fed rates going to have to go up match inflation right try try to put a hold on it um and i'll tell you exactly how this story ends at some point in the not too distant future we have a pretty severe recession yep um you know maybe buckle a year buckle up
0: kids a year two three the buckle recession up. you know the recessions convert your arms get yeah. your arms as soon as you can. I've got to yeah, do man, mine actually. I agree Mine's with
1: that. If you're if you're year, thinking so. about pulling the trigger on anything that's gets financed, do it now. The the you know, economists treat the recessions of 79 and 80 and 82 as separate things, but the truth of the matter is it was one long, it was one long four-year recession that's and right. it was painful and it destroyed cities, it destroyed oh, yeah. industries. You're from a city that it finished off. Yeah, Buffalo. Yeah. Um, you know, so it literally destroyed buffalo i know i'm, yeah. not, I'm I, I, I i'm i'm 100% there. It, it destroyed everything it destroyed you know everything in the ohio river valley that had been hanging on by its thumbs um it, it, what's about to happen here, any number more than a trillion dollars is a bad number there's just no way there's no better there's no good way to put that and we are almost certainly headed for some number bigger than that and the fact that my own senator mark warner who is for the most part a person I respect, is participating in this,
0: very disappointing. Very well, disappointing. we can we can segue to gas prices, or we can segue to Virginia governor based on that last Gas comment. prices. The gas wars have begun. Republicans are pouncing, <laughs> seizing. Seizing. <laughs> I was <laughs> going to guess seizing. You're just a little bit ahead of me. Uh, and uh, Jim Jordan uh, sent out a tweet that was, was uh, he seizing or attacking uh, was, or he, pouncing. He was pouncing on this okay. one. He he said, "Average gas price June 2020 June 2021 307." President Biden's economy with an exclamation point and circle back retorted. And there's two things here I want to uh, to hit, but uh, you forgot to mention gas prices are the same. As it were in June 2018, or that this time last year unemployment was 11.1%. Today, 5.8. She tweeted: "Potus agrees families shouldn't pay more at the pump. That's why he's opposed to GOP proposals to raise the gas tax. GOP proposals, yeah. I mean, what GOP proposals? Our, our are friends, it? our friends in the Senate, our, our our motley crew of folks who go over to the White House for press ops. Yeah." Proposed an indexing. Oh, the indexing, and yeah, the yeah,
1: indexing yeah, 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 right, yeah, yeah. In all fairness, I mean, so there okay. they go. They okay. had
0: an issue that they probably. Well, and knew. that's you know, and that's the again, whole, it's the it's the four or five Republicans. It's the whole, but, but
1: the whole purpose of this bipartisan infrastructure deal, and I've said we said this all along, the entire purpose of this is to muddy the waters. It's to muddy the waters so people who are people who who can who can be fundamentally dishonest occasionally. And I'm not saying the press secretary, uh, but I'm saying the press secretary um, can use it to muddy the waters. And you know the fact that the fact that you have five Republican senators, um, all of whom uh, should know better, um, who don't know better, I'm telling you, man, if breathing wasn't autonomic, I get the feeling a couple of them would suffocate.
0: I really do. Well, I'm sure they also would, would have made the mistake of thinking that kinko still existed because they're so out of touch because shut up man but um you the key a, you here a is of course, that anyone who is for the administration is going to say well this is these prices aren't reflective of of joe biden's policies they haven't kicked into if even if they you know would have detrimental impacts they haven't kicked into gear yet so you can't blame them uh and then the other side is going to say oh yes you can because all of his policies are leading to higher gas prices because you're trying to restrict access to production. Oh, and by the way, groveling to OPEC is not a you know is not it's a a solution. Grand- um, so yeah, we're going to have this back and forth, but the overall point is this. Presidents yeah, man. get the credit and the blame and the biggest barometer for people's views on the health of their pocketbooks the most visible transparent sure, barometer is the, the price of gasoline. Yeah. We've okay. been in this – I've been in this racket for 15 years. It is the only time Thank that you, the John. public pays pretty close attention Thank to you Dingle. Thank you, John Dingell.
1: Thank you, so. John Dingell. The, uh, the Energy Policy and Conservation Act 1975 forced gasoline stations to post their prices. Congressman Dingell, Chairman Dingell thought, that'll show them. <laughs> here we here we are forty five years later. Guys like you and me are like okay, keep talking, yep. keep talking. So we're going to be pretty busy.
0: I'm already getting the press calls about it. So
1: what? Uh, Just say look, call the Biden guys. They must have a plan because because you know it. It here's the reality. Whether they were responsible for them or not, you know what they haven't done. They haven't done a single damn thing to moderate it. Of course.
0: Well, yeah. no, they're they're. Having vigorous, rigorous conversations with OPEC Plus. Oh my God! So yeah, great. Yeah, beep, yeah, beep, beep, yeah. beep. So um, a friend of ours, uh, actually, a, we have no a colleague of ours, there I should go. say, uh, has a post coming out on IR, the Institute for Energy Research, best crunched best. the numbers and determined that eighty-one percent of the global increases in oil production over the past ten years. Came from came from the states, the United States of America.
1: Sure, so let's
0: not kid ourselves. If you promote policies that curtail production, you reduce the global spare capacity of oil, which means you you basically increase the cost of oil, which is the single largest input into the cost of a gallon of gasoline. Second, uh, first, uh, second is taxes. Yeah, we're not so. Yeah, we're. We're a swing producer, not quite like the Saudis, but we we
1: put guardrails up against the top number, and you know it, it. We're about to we're about to learn a bunch of ugly lessons, and I, I mean I'm not about to learn them. The administration's about to learn. Them. You know, you look at the administration, and you know I, I've said this repeatedly: a, a, a bunch of skilled players at various positions. You know what they don't have? They don't have a single blessed soul that knows anything at all about about oil and gas markets. Not a single blessed soul.
0: Well, Brian Deese knows everything, so I, I don't know where you're coming from with that. So I'm just a simple country boy. But I mean he did work for BlackRock after uh, all. After okay. the we'll get on you know, Larry Fink in a second. So um so yeah, so this is uh you know, there what I'm th- as we chatted yesterday in some various meetings, right now we're in a like a period of a myriad of teachable moments on energy issues yeah, if we cannot capitalize on this we are not doing our jobs very effectively you've I'm got the sure situation sure in california either. where uh, as i'm sure you know ferc basically stole power from the state of arizona to to try to protect Wouldn't gavin newsom stole. Well, let, tell me what they did specifically re-routed. mr ferc, re-routed. Mr. FERC they rerouted they rerouted
1: they rerouted they diverted yeah. Yes, they diverted. So it's only stealing if it's like it's only
0: stealing if it was your stuff. It's only stealing if it's water. If, if
1: you're taking somebody else's With Colorado stuff, it's River diverted. water,
0: it's that stealing. So it's you know. It's, no, I mean the, that that is obviously designed to help try to protect Gavin, Governor Gavin, uh, because yeah. rolling blackouts, you know, because they moved the recall up to September. Yeah, not a, not a good plan. No, I, I understand not have been a at great all. idea I, I, I at this there. point, That's right? Because awesome. he, he's either going to win or lose. Because the electorate's pissed off at him or not, right? Well, so you can't predict. But, I mean, you think when they're going to be pissed off? at a him hot, or you not. get? A, you
1: get a hot, bad day in August. This whole thing goes down for two, three days. Yeah, that's going to be top of mind. That and gas prices,
0: which, by the way, brought Gray Davis down. Who? The former, the former guy, the guy who who Arnie beat. Who? Gray Davis. He's, you know who Gray Davis he's is. He's dead to us yeah <laughs> so anyway gas gas wars are on yeehaw bring it um it and well. all of this is because of the existential threat of <laughs> existentialism climate change oh i guess
1: drunk again and
0: all of this hot weather of course right so i wanted to take us on a little stroll down memory lane oh, okay let's have it to our good friend dr spock Mr. Spock. Mr. Spock. Mr. Spock. Doctor. Doctor Spock. Mr. Mr. Spock. Mr. Le- Leonard Nimoy, of course, uh, in this lovely 1970s uh, production. Docu- shall we call it? Yeah. Uh, let's get started.
2: In the past million years, it has advanced and retreated with clockwork regularity. If we are unprepared for the next advance, the result could be hunger and death on a scale unprecedented in all of history. What scientists are telling us now is that the threat of an ice age is not as remote as they once thought. During the lifetime of our grandchildren, Arctic cold and perpetual snow could turn most of the inhabitable portions of our planet into a polar desert. In 1977, the worst winter in a century struck the United States. Arctic cold ripped the Midwest for weeks on end. Great blizzards paralyzed cities of the Northeast. One desperate night in Buffalo, eight people froze to death in marooned cars. Pat Bushnell was on the road that night. Traffic just absolutely stopped. I was afraid
1: of being stuck in the car all night long.
0: Make it stop.
1: <laughs> I can't, uh, I can't make it stop.
0: Make it stop. As we get to this predictions the scientific predictions just just bear with me A
2: real bad winter just like we just went through i think we'd have to think about moving someplace else move where the brutal buffalo winter might become common all over the united states climate experts believe the next ice age is on its way according to recent evidence it could come sooner than anyone had expected stations in the far north, temperatures have been dropping for 30 years. seacoasts long, free of summer ice, are now blocked year-round. <laughs> According to some climatologists, within a lifetime, we might be living in the next ice age.
1: Of the nine planets in our solar system... Oh, okay. okay. That That
0: that's oh, epic. it's so good right it's all the same bu- buzzwords that's epic that is epic yes it, this the was music nearly makes it. 50 years ago well this
1: was uh, no 40 years ago because you talked the 40 years ago. i remember
0: five let's call it
1: 45 i remember the summer the winter of 77 it was yeah, another it was,
0: buffalo deal right
1: it was well you know when people in buffalo i was living there you know when people in buffalo die in the weather it's bad because usually they're they're ready to go um that was the famous year. That was the Chicago year where where it snowed so much in Chicago they couldn't get rid of the snow. They started pushing it into Lake Michigan because they had no
0: one else to, to
1: take it. That was great. It was a cold winter. I remember that winter myself.
0: So I don't know. Uh, I, there's a lot of parallels to, to that little documentary. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's to an existential the, threat. Tom. The, the That's kind of all the stuff we need that see. we're hearing. It's these existential. Days, so. Shut up. I thought that was interesting, and uh, I'll credit uh, our friend Alex Epstein. Uh, this was on his Twitter for catching feed, for pulling that, it out. Fun. I've heard Good this one before. Good for him. But it slipped my mind. So uh, thanks, Alex, for the for the entertainment. You know what we need? We need a carbon tax.
1: Oh, we do. That'll solve. Our Is problem. that a segue? That'll solve. Our Is problem. that a segue to the border <laughs> adjustment? Yeah. yeah, we probably should. Nice. So our so our resident <laughs> so our resident executive producer um, Hillary Sills, has insisted that we talk about the Carter, carbon border adjustment mechanism. Um, which is a fancy word for a carbon tax that you impose on people who import stuff into your into your country, right? A, a mechanism. It's a mechanism. It's it's kind of it, like a, a clean energy standard, it, right? Or like like a doctor who wants to do a procedure on you, not surgery, right? It, it, he doesn't mean cut you open with a knife. It's a procedure.
0: Or or incentives. It's
1: ridiculous. So there's a couple of things about this that. It, it's important to know, right? Because what's going to happen is the Europeans seem pretty serious about imposing one, and despite the fact, despite the best efforts of our of our special climate envoy, John Kerry, John
0: Fitzgerald Kerry, you, 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 um, you never do that right. What do I? special climate envoy?
1: You know, I can't John Kerry. I, I can't make fun of Eeyore. You know, it's bad enough that <laughs> he, he looks like what he looks like. Uh, so. Anyway, so Kerry's, Kerry's been talking to the Europeans, asking them not to do this, um, and the Europeans have been like, "Sure, whatever." But it looks like they're going to do it. The um, two things about it, right? One is it, it is an attempt by the Europeans to impose a carbon tax on the United States, right? A carbon price in the United States, because um, the, the theory of it is if you're not getting, if you're not pricing carbon back home, we're going to price it as, you, as soon as the good crosses the border, right? So, you know, for American companies, um it they're gonna have to start arguing that, well, we have an implicit carbon price, which is true, right? We have carbon regulation, we have an implicit carbon price. Well, but if we asked thing... Mike Summers
0: what that price was, oh, what would that. he say?
1: He would say,
0: Don't ask I'm me. sorry, I don't mean to <laughs>
1: didn't he would say he would say, I'm busy trying to surrender, leave me out of this. <clears> um The other interesting thing about this is is that it is acknowledgement on the part of the Europeans. No one's going to write this in a story. It's an acknowledgement on the part of Europeans that um, carbon regulation damages industries, right? Damages their own industries, and they seek to neutralize that damage by penalizing imported goods. Um, Now, I'm certain that the you know the communist chinese are the are the actual targets of this but the american companies are going to be damaged too i'm equally certain that the communist chinese aren't going to care they will pay the adjustment mechanism and will keep moving along right because they're going to be able to undercut the european manufacturers no matter what yeah um it's a matter of some concern if you're the biden administration because what it ha- what it's going to do is lay bare their their um Antiquated and romanticized notions of our relationship with Europe, you know they imagine that it's nineteen fifty seven and the Europeans and the Americans are all knitted together and are all pointing in the same direction against the Russian challenge and blah 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 and the reality of it is it's eighteen eighty seven and the Germans are exerting their their power over the the continent, and the Russians are backwards and hopeless and only are only considered a major power because of their military right, okay, prowess. Well, also well,
0: they have and, oil and yeah. gas.
1: And the British right. and the British think more of them think think of themselves more as a as a solitary empire than part of the European community. So, like I said, the, for the Biden guys, it's going to be a very bitter pill to swallow when all their when all their boyfriends and girlfriends in Europe all the cool kids Make him, America's back. Right. Make them pay a carbon border G7, adjustment. baby. America's make back. Him, you know, I like the acronym CBAM. C-B-A-M. <laughs> it's a CBAM. CBAM. Thank
0: you, ma'am. Uh, it's going to be great. Yeah. It's uh, it, 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 it's fodder for the podcast, but it's not I'm necessarily so, yeah. great.
1: I'm sorry I bored everybody so. with it, but it's worth knowing because my, my guess is the reporters are never going to mention that second part about its acknowledgement that it damages industries. Um, and they're also never going to point out that the Chinese don't care.
0: Right. You know, I think the people who are really going to be on the hook are Americans. All right. Uh, anything else on the existential threat? I'm just in- To you know, humanity? Yeah. What do you got? I'm just glad we survived another day. I know. Me too. You know?
1: I mean, see, didn't lap up well, on- See, my... I
0: think what happened, though, is from- mid 70s when when we got the warning from Leonard Nimoy we course corrected but we went a little too far I, you
1: know what i what i'm glad about so now is we need to
0: bring back a little arctic you know a little sea ice so i the winter of
1: 1977 was the worst <laughs> winter in 100 uh, years
0: all right well we we were not able to um we missed the 4th of July I think, I wouldn't uh, say I missed it. I, we didn't I, miss I, it, I, but we didn't have an episode that week, so I want to do, wish a yeah, happy birthday to it. America. But I also want to play something, shall I? Oh, no. Sure. I don't All know right, what it is, ready? So go ahead. It's, it's, you'll recognize his voice right away. And, and unfortunately, the picture is actually worth way more than the words, but uh, we'll put it in the show notes.
2: Happy July 4th, everybody. Spectacular day for America down here at Smith Mountain Lake uh enjoying with the family down here i got some burgers going i got some great sausage got myself a nice cold beer a nice old hot dog sausage hamburger beer that is july 4th man everybody have a great day today let's go virginia
1: yeah did you
0: happen to see that
1: no i didn't all right that's that's what is there something i need to know about other other than who other than who said it
0: you know who said it
1: oh it's that guy from
0: syracuse no, that's, Governor, that's former Governor Terry McCall. Yeah, the guy from Syracuse. That, oh, the guy from Syracuse. Yeah. Thank you, yes, to, for clarifying. Yeah, couldn't can you tell by the way he said sausage? Yeah. Not a Virginia. <laughs> not a Virginia you know, That's just that. the beginning. Okay, you caught that one. Twitter was all over this. This was beautiful. His shirt, his flag shirt had creases in it. Yeah. Because it was taken right out of the package. Oh, nice. Okay? That's Wait, we're not done. He loaded his grill up. To the point where no serious griller would ever... its an outrage. No serious griller would take this seriously. Ever put that many burgers and sausages on the grill. Okay? That's two. Strike three, it wasn't even on. (laughs) Strike three. Strike four, his spatula was never used. It's clean. It's brand new. And strike five, and the worst of all... Yeah. His beer can was not open. Okay. <laughs> That's actually probably pretty good. That's probably pretty good for Terry. Putting this in the show notes, gang, because it's worth, it's worth he, reading, he. watching and reading the comments because he was tagged across the board. It was just brilliant. Yeah. So, he, he We got a race in Virginia. We do. We, Unfortunately, he, we also, you know, we don't have the best. Republican candidate. On well, the he's not going Sure, we so. do. Glenn Youngkin, he's great. So, uh, we need more rich
1: people running for office. Yeah. That's what I'm always saying about the world. <sighs> but, yeah. but it is it, a it dead will...
0: heat. Um, I well, just it's saw not some really dead it's heat. Pretty close. Relative. We, we have, we have, so. we have
1: three, we have three public surveys that that place, three public surveys by three different sources over the last six weeks, that place the um, race within two points. Right. The, um, the private internals are bouncing around the center line. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, McAuliffe won by 56,000 votes last time, and that there were 124,000 votes that went for a third-party candidate, a Libertarian, that had been planted there by the Democrats. Yeah. Um, and if the Republican Governors Association had just given Mark Early like another million bucks, at the, Ken Cuccinelli rather, another million bucks at the end of the campaign like he wanted, he would have won that race. Yeah, And right, by the way, oil was, and
0: gas did not largely stayed out of that race yeah they too. did and they got what they deserved yes um, and cole you know so. you
1: you you know you look at you look at the voter on that the voter profile on that um uh in the in the race right McAuliffe not only outspent um can by about two to one his per vote was ridiculous right it was about 31 bucks i think it was about 31 bucks i'm trump i got this written down somewhere I think It was about 31 bucks and and ken's per vote was like 17, something like that, really low, right? If they had just given him a million bucks, he'd have picked up the 50 55,000 votes
0: he needed. To yeah, I guy. mean, Cuccinelli was a good candidate. He was like, fine. Very disciplined. He was fine. You know, he was, the, mean, pro- the problem... The problem wasn't
1: Ken. The problem was that, that you know, um, we didn't foresee the risk of that third party until it was too late to do anything yeah. about it. And uh, like I said, the RGA... The RGA decided to invest in other races. Just for those of you from the Commonwealth of Virginia um, who feel like maybe they should call the RGA and talk to them about this, first off, let me encourage you to do that because it wasn't the only time that's ever happened, right? In the race with – in the Senate race, I want to say a year before that or maybe three years before that, um, uh, Gillespie. uh, Yeah, Ed, Ed, Ed Gillespie. Lost to Mark Warner but, by like 13,000 votes yeah. out of like three million cast, um, and again the RNC um, denied a request in the last ten days yeah, for an extra million bucks. Too. So you know, if you're a Republican and you live in the Commonwealth of Virginia and you give money to the RNC, you're you should probably call them up and explain that you count you're counting on them to do the right thing in the Commonwealth this time.
0: Yeah, so I've got some polling here, too. Basically, in a nutshell, uh, it says that the polls have virtually not moved within the, That's right. the last five weeks, which That's is right. good news for Yonkin.
1: Eh, you know, right. I, I'm a little concerned about that campaign. I'll tell you why. They put out policy papers in the last couple of weeks on, uh, I think, affirmative action. I'm not sure of that, on veterans and on human trafficking. Yeah. Not our, not our issues. I, I, they're not anybody's issues. Right. I'm like, it. Are you guys? You know, I, I have asked members of the campaign, "Are you guys running for archbishop somewhere? Or are you trying <laughs> yeah, to run for right, governor?" Because, right. you know, yeah, affirmative action. You know, uh, you know, diversity. Whatever you want to call it. Um, human trafficking, veterans. Sure, all good stuff. But it, nothing to do with actually being governor of the Commonwealth. Right. And right. and he, gas prices. That has something to do with taxes, it. taxes, gas prices, um, the craziness, the craziness, you know, what everyone forgot was in in a special session, um, in a special session, um, the Democrats did all kinds of damage to law and order, That's including, right. including passing my favorite law, um, which prevents the police from pulling you over in the event your lights are off when it's nighttime.
0: Also because, um, because, because of by, profiling, right? Because by the way, yeah, that was, that was viewed as racist. But also the green crap that Northern signed, That's, just, that should be front and center, right? Right. There's, there's, right. Especially there's, in, well, in this climate.
1: And, and McAuliffe has doubled down on that, right? He um, The Northern le- legislation the governor signed uh, was a net zero by 2050. I think Terry wants to move it up to like 2040 or something. They, they should just – we should be banging away on that stuff. It, we're going to see how it
0: goes. Yeah, I, well, a friend of ours sent over a piece that uh, – listed one of his campaign consultants who Jeffrow yeah who is not exactly
1: Jeffrow your uh, last your last successful campaign was the Ted Cruz presidential campaign so how'd that go uh, I, know and, you're, I know you're not allowed to say anything about it by the this way concept. this
0: Fourth of July thing if it's just I mean if this thing goes viral in like if the if I were the campaign I would just send that around because it's just it just epitomizes Terry McAuliffe to there, to a T there is no campaign. Yeah. So anyway, there, there's no campaign.
1: They're running for something. I don't understand what. But it, it's it it is a it is a it is a private equity guy's version of what a campaign should look like. I'm gonna have a lot of big thoughts and think yeah. things, and like, n- no, honey, God love you. That's yeah. not get, how this get, thing works. Get on the
0: ground and go. Yeah. But we hey, it's Fourth of July. We got burgers. <laughs> we got sausages. Sausage. Sausages. We got beers. Yeah. I mean, come right. on. What else is there? Come on go back to syracuse you punk
1: <laughs> all right what else what do you have it's it my turn sure i have three things one is roger pilkey um is a professor out at the university of colorado i read his stuff religiously i don't always agree with it but he's always interesting he tweet he tweeted out a um a bit from a guy named matt iglesias who um Who's on the left, but is starting to wonder about um, this whole existential threat thing, right? And
0: Iglesias, um, Center for American Progress, fame, right, right, right. Uh, you know, basically him and Joe Rahm were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, leading the attack on all of us, you right. know, quote unquote deniers. Yeah. So Iglesias, in part of in, in
1: in part of what Pilkey retreated out was. Iglesias pointing out that, hey, so it turns out people aren't willing to pay anything to address climate change, right? They're willing to, they're willing to talk about it and recycle and turn off lights and stuff when you're actually asking for coins. is this?
0: this does this sound back. familiar to yeah. you at all? Have, so, have we done any polling on so this? So, Tom,
1: of course, when I brought this up, Tom got <laughs> super annoyed because he's like, Why does it only happen when like, you know, why don't people pay attention when they they get to confirm at second sources? I'm like, you know what? We've been we've been out doing this research for 10 or 15 years now, right? And it always shows the same thing. People have almost no tolerance to pay for any of this stuff. I am very grateful to have a convert in Mr. Iglesias. I'm very grateful that they have seen both the error of their ways and the wisdom of ours. And I will leave it at that and congratulate him on coming around to the idea that while him and all his pals might think it's an existential threat, out there in America,
0: nobody thinks it's an existential threat. That's thing one. Um, to me, you should – here's a quote. To me, you should car- – tax carbon and good things are going to happen. But this idea is very, very, very – three varies <laughs> unpopular. This is important not because carbon pricing is the only good idea in the climate policy space, but because it reveals that most people are just not that jazzed up about reducing emissions. They're supportive – But not in a quote, would personally accept having less money kind of way. (laughs) Right. Okay. So, so, like, you can't quite say it. He kind of said it, but he couldn't quite say it. So,
1: here's the deal. And and this is, this is very difficult, right? Because we are all, we are all inclined to be like, told you so, told you so, told you so. I know, I hear what you're saying. Strategically, no, it's not strategic. I, I, it's very, the most difficult thing for any person to say is, I was wrong or I may have been wrong or I, I may understand. need to rethink this. No,
0: I get it. I'm married. I totally get it. So when,
1: so when people make that first step, I'm inclined to give them a little yeah. okay, I get you. I get, um, I it, get it. It, it. And I, and I'm welcome like, aboard, I, Matt. Exactly. Welcome Come on aboard. over that we got exactly. we got
0: wine, we've got beer. We are all leftover district taco. Come on over and we, break we, some bread with us. We are all on a
1: journey to God. Everyone everyone's journey is different, but we're all on the same journey.
0: Uh, here's another one from the, the Twitter file that you actually pulled up and sent to me. <laughs>
1: this is great.
0: Freedom <laughs> and other government slogans. Anti-government slogans. The New York Times put out a piece uh, hi- uh, highlighting uh, the protests. In Cuba. In Cuba. Yeah, man. The headline of which was shouting, quote-unquote, Freedom. And other anti-government slogans, <laughs> <laughs> hundreds of Cubans <laughs> took to the streets in cities around the country on Sunday to protest food and medicine shortages in a remarkable uh, eruption of discontent okay. not seen in nearly 30 years.
1: Okay, two
0: things. Two, you got two, I got two. You, two, you, you take do one, I'll do one, we'll
1: back and forth. Okay, um, two things. First one that my first one that strikes me immediately is, is that um, the New York Times can't help themselves. There's a lie embedded right in the middle of that. Just that brief write-up. There's a lie embedded in the middle of it, right? That that protest was somehow. Read the part about medical
0: um, and around the country on Sunday to protest food and medicine shortages. That's a total lie. That is an abject lie,
1: and and you know, and no one in the New York Times. Um, should be allowed to rest until they, they correct that, right? It's it's an actual, it's it's inaccurate. That's not what these things were about. It is an attempt by the paper of record in the United States to minimize those protests. Absolutely. To make it about, well, they're just not like, getting enough rations, right? The prisoners are getting a little restive because, you know, right. that's a lie. Anyway, that's I got one
0: more, but what's your the, other Well, one? one of mine is tied to that, and that is even if it were the case, I thought Cuba had this Gold standard healthcare system that we should we should emulate. I'm fairly confident Bernie Sanders is going to go down there to explain
1: how they're wrong. <laughs> you guys are wrong. You guys actually have a great system. Yeah, I do. So that was one of mine. Yeah. Oh, my, back, back to yeah, you, sir. So, the other thing is is that you know the the tricky thing about being um, untouchable, which you are, I guess, if you are if you're New York Times reporter, you are right because nobody ever tells you you're wrong and nobody ever fires you for being wrong.
0: Even Hiroko.
1: Yeah. Um that lead is epic. It, it in its complete unawareness of what you are writing, it 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 is epic. Yelling freedom and other anti-government slogans. Right.
0: It, even if they in the even if their minds they were like yes. separating the two, they weren't. They weren't. They weren't. Those the th- two. one sentence, So that I mean, was what I was going to say epic. too, but the other thing I was going to say is um this is you remember the glowing um, obits that they wrote about Al Baghdadi. Sure,
1: man. He was an austere cleric.
0: Austere cleric. It's
1: an austere cleric, right?
0: Because God forbid, like you know, Biden has reminded us that he followed Obama- Osama to the gates of hell. I, I, I actually, I. But austere cleric. When Trump, and I'm not saying that the state should I, whack anybody, but unbelievable, right? Well, like, I'm just... just unbelievable. I, I, you know, I,
1: I. A friend of mine that I had lunch with asked, you know, he said, Hey man, you know, you're looking good. I'm like, Yeah, you're looking good too. I said, You know, you're picking up the lifestyle of an austere cleric. <laughs> and he, you know, he's savvy enough, you know, former Bush administration guy. So he laughed, right? It was perfect. In, it 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 um Yeah. I, I'm I'm not sure what I'm coming to on the New York Times, but I'm starting to they are doing something that 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 Trump never managed to do for me. They are radicalizing me against them you know that that, that write up was both incredibly telling cuz of the freedom and anti government slogans but even then they embedded a lie right in the middle of, and of course. it and you know and, and multiple editors must have seen that and then nobody nobody said that's not right that that's not that's not what happened here yeah right um, it's a problem I, I, I do not look forward to having a paper of record in the united states being inaccurate intentionally
0: or otherwise so i want to pull a jan saki Rocky Saki and uh, circle back uh, onto circle the back. onto the recall, which you know, as you guys, as we all, which discussed, recall, Gray Davis Gover- again, Governor Gavin, Steve Schmidt.
1: Oh brother, not this thing. I saw this. See yeah.
0: the, did you see his string? I did, but I can't really remember. Oh, let me it. just summarize. No governor has has ever faced the magnitude of crises that oh, that bro. Newsom has faced. Steve Schmidt, by the way, for those who don't know who he is, is a Loser Republican, so, so multiple, multiple loser, multiple loser Republican campaign consultant, Rick, P- Rick Perry's campaign consultant in twenty sixteen, latest, yeah, and I was going to add uh, Senator McCain's campaign as well to that two thousand twelve, who joined the Lincoln Eight. Project because it's a lot easier to get paid when you run to the left and do their bidding for them. Did a long tweet about how he has led the nation's largest state with dignity. Empathy, competence—he's been tested and he's met the moment.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, you know, so, so I read, so I read all that, and here it's for... long,
0: it's long and I, ridiculous. I, I, I do remember, so. I
1: read like the first three or four. Yeah. I was like, okay, this is long enough. You, 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 you want my general takeaway on it? Yeah, I just thought I'd bring it up. I just thought it was just. No, a funny little bit I'm, okay, I'm happy so. to give you, give you a take on it. It, it's this. He Wants a job? <laughs> no, no, you're one step late. He's on payroll. Already? Of course. Oh, okay. What yeah, what, what grown man does something like that to another grown man in public unless he's getting paid? Yeah, that's probably
0: right. Come and, on. But also, uh, I think he had to sell one of his he had to sell his mansion in, in Utah, I think, from his from his Project Lincoln money or something. Did I read that somewhere? I don't know,
1: Daddy. It, it's 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 so. hard to keep up with these grifters. Yeah. Yeah. Where's George Conway when you need him Hit a tweet <laughs> about, hey man, is Steve getting paid? Ugh. He didn't. He didn't lose his hair. He sold it. He's not a good, not a particularly
0: good a terrible person. person. I don't know if he's a terrible person, but yeah, you know, the 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 wreckage. Caught for for terrible person. I don't know. We just know it when you know. He it. could just be. He could just be a bad campaign consultant, right? Yeah. Which he is.
1: I mean, that's that's well, that's getting, provable. Yeah, he's getting better now because. And he's obviously getting
0: paid by by he's Gavin getting Newsom. Getting paid to like try to help Democrats beat Republicans. Steve, we'd like so. you to come on the show. We have a couple of questions defend, for you. You have you're welcome to come and defend yourself. Welcome. Have you any time Hell Steve.
1: yeah. We're gonna have you come on, on show. over.
0: We're gonna have Matt Iglesias so. on here
1: too. Matt Matt's gonna ask you a couple of questions.
0: Uh do you, I got a lot more stuff here. I don't know. Some of it's just random, but how about um can I just get my one Fauci thing out of the way? Because it drove me absolutely nuts. Can <laughs> just, I just do one Fauci? So
1: in Virginia, I know I've done this before. I want to do it one more time. In the Commonwealth of Virginia, in the House of Delegates, the oldest legislative body in um, what is now the United States, of course, a legislative body that predates the United States and all of the states thereof. um, On the floor of the House of Delegates, gentlemen are are, um, allowed to ask each other three questions, three questions on any given subject, right? So the speaker... uh, Two speakers ago was a guy named Tom Moss from Newport News, right? And Tom was old school Democrat, good guy. Um, and anytime somebody was recognized, he'd recognize somebody for their third question. He would say, "The gentleman from wherever he is, Accokeek or wherever, the gentleman from Smith Mountain Lake um, <laughs> is we're, we're is grilling sausages." Yeah, is recognized for his first last question. In that spirit. I recognize Tom Pyle
0: for his (laughs) first last thing on Fauci. Thank you very much. I just have to get it off my chest. So hold on.
1: You know that children under the age of 12 who are not eligible for the vaccines generally do not get uh, sick, don't get COVID,
2: or don't get as ill with it. But what does this spread of the Delta variant mean for them, for the children under the age of 12? And what's the timeline for when they might become eligible
1: Well, a a couple of questions and the answers are the children who are not able to get vaccinated because of their age should follow their parents should follow with them. The guidelines of the CDC that unvaccinated children of a certain age greater than two years old should be wearing masks. No doubt about that. That's the way to protect them from getting infected, because if they do, they can then spread the infection to someone else. So the CDC guidelines for unvaccinated people, including children,
0: are not changed at all. I won't finish it. No, That's the one that just really. You should. It, you, are I know. You I know. Kidding I, me? I, are you kidding me? Like, is enough? Is enough? Can I make a? Can I make a one point? You can make as many points as you want. As America, I'm just really. And it's our podcast. Yeah. Okay. So, I wonder if it'd be our podcast in a different country or, or in part. Cuba.
1: My guess is the French would come in and kick the door the, down the and shoot us. The Cubans would parade us through the streets <laughs> and have a show trial.
0: Because um, we are shouting a lot of anti-government slogans. Our, this whole
1: show is an anti yes. in, in fact, if we could rename it, we would name it anti-government slogans. Yes. Um, it, it, Which we should think about in a rebrand at some point. The thing I like unregulated. So, it's fine. It. But anti-government slogans would be great. Um, the thing about Dr. Fauci that he himself now does not understand is, he is eroding what limited oh. credibility the public health community has. Everybody now looks at this like, "You have got to be kidding me!" Yeah, I, I'm, and let me tell you and, and the longer he talks, the worse it gets. And he just
0: doesn't seem to get that. I'm like, like dude, go on vacation, go yeah. away. And it's it's these like these outlets. They're just they're just keep driving and driving and driving. Well, right? if, it's if, like no no more Trump. We got to talk. We got to do something here. Let's. If you, if you notice, the Biden guys are like. They're nowhere to they be found. They really want this to go where. Nowhere oh, to be boy. found. They're just like, you know, they're like, huh? what? I'll tell what? you what else is nowhere to be found in the state of Nevada. A mask. Yeah. Okay. It, 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 I it, mean, it, other than the people that have no choice, they no one's wearing them. Well, so. I, I assume somebody told the I'm, president. Attention, to everyone in this room, I'm a super spreader. I assume. Because I was in Nevada. Thank you. I assume the president, um,
1: somebody told the president that, hey, man everybody's given up on this thing. Because, you know, that whole, hey, maybe if we're lucky, we can have cookouts on the 4th of July. He doesn't talk that anymore, right? Yeah. He's just like, yeah, we're done. Let's get on to the next yeah,
0: thing. Yeah, but he's still. I'm busy, I'm busy still destroying yeah, the country. He's still jagging about going to people's homes. You saw all that, right?
1: Yeah, but if you notice. Between him
0: and Becerra. If you notice. We're going to start knocking on doors, right? Not, they're not going to actually do No, that. of course <laughs> it's not. It could be it's ridiculous.
1: Like... <laughs> I tell you what, you <laughs> want to get somebody really hurt? Do that.
0: Yeah. Do that. Well, they're doing it in some states and Sure. They'll
1: go to every safe state they can find. Yeah.
0: You're going to do that. Well, they do... aren't doing it. The state
1: the states are doing it. There's nobody so. in Oklahoma that's going to knock on anybody's of door. Of course. Hey, go knock on this door
0: and ask him what this guy's doing. Hey, man, are you guys feeling okay in there? Yeah, I am. Just cleaning uh, my, my gun. My record says that you don't have a vaccine. We can arrange one for you. Yeah.
1: You know, I tell you what—if you're off the porch in five seconds, I won't set the dogs <laughs> on you. Um, I, I just—I want to be a lo- I want to do a ride along with some of these things in places like
0: Alabama. Come on, boys. Um, anyway, um, what do you got left? I don't have any Bojo. Thank God, I don't have any Bojo. Couldn't There's... couldn't drum up any oh, clips man, from him. I, f- I feel, I feel better. Good. Not I worse. did I did have a super cut. I know you like them of i I don't wish any ill will on the fellow, but I, I do think that uh it's worth mentioning that um a tearful Michael Avenatti.
1: oh yeah, went to jail
0: received a couple years and a half in prison. I have to be
1: honest with you, what kind of guy cries? i mean he, he's crying when he were sentencing. I'm like, dude, just buck it up. I know it's a tough day, but do your thing
0: yeah but he's he has had uh rather he's had better days. Oh, you got the, you got the mission bag. Nightmare. Gallows,
1: let's have Nightmare's it. Nightmare. Michael
2: Joining us once again is Michael Avenatti. Let's bring in Michael Avenatti. Michael Avenatti.
1: Michael Avenatti.
2: Michael Avenatti, thank you very much. He's <laughs> out there saving the country.
0: got <laughs> says he may be the savior of the republic. You're, you are something of a folk hero now. I
2: owe Michael Avenatti an apology. I've been saying enough already, Michael. I've seen you everywhere. What do you have left to say? I was wrong, brother. You have a lot to say. I uh, am just dying to hear what you think
0: because people all like you
2: i'm the only person right here donald trump fears more than robert miller we think you guys are the tip of the spear that's going to take down donald trump right. michael avenatti's a beast okay that's true and he, he's a beast he's a beast <laughs> so, yeah, i handed her yeah. and i handed it to michael avenatti but he has a great bigger calling here that being a lawyer <laughs> is minimal compared to what he's doing no one has talked tougher directly to Donald Trump on TV than Michael Avenatti. And Donald Trump is afraid to mention his name. That's fascinating. Donald Trump is terrified of Michael Avenatti. Now, yeah, this Trump a run for his money than <laughs> anybody else, Michael Avenatti. He's an existential threat to the Trump presidency. <laughs> yeah, learn something for you. you. I knew you'd
0: like the that one. Trump a lot more than they are.
2: He has no doubt created sheer panic in Donald Trump's very fragile mind. Michael Avenatti is laying down the law as guest co-host. And is he really thinking about running for president? One reason why I'm taking you seriously as a contender is because of your presence on cable news. You look at the field of Democrats right now, and Avenatti's the one who stands out. If they decide they value a fighter most, yes. people would be foolish to underestimate Michael Avenatti. I have
0: always said... <laughs> he goes on and 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 on. And on you know i i wonder if every one of these anchors are going to sure man. write him a note send him a some cookies maybe come visit him i'm i'm guessing they are going to have to right cuz i mean he was just it, you know the last two was, the last two clips right the Fauci thing and this thing um
1: there's a reason why nobody trusts anybody in authority in the united states and and that's why right because you just like People just talk and nobody is ever held accountable for any of the ridiculous stuff they
0: say. Well, they just not. It's mutually assured Unlike us. disintegration uh, of discourse. But, you know, I mean, there's, people, get the, people parrot these things, right? He was a great man. He's a great man. He, yeah, he, but I'm saying, like, the folks, it's like in the tribes, like, the folks who watch these news channels basically parrot all oh, this Oh, look, garbage. if you actually
1: believe this stuff, you're an idiot. You really are an idiot. And, and by the way, I think that's what's going on in cable network. Um, You know, cable networks, you know, MSNBC, CNN, everybody's, everybody is down. And I believe the reason why everyone is down is because they have now managed to boil their, their audience down to the idiots. Yeah. No smart person. Do you know anybody who actually sits there and watches any of this stuff?
0: Some of these shows, I think.
1: Uh, I mean, I feel Joy
0: Reid. I think has an asterisk on her Nielsen ratings, which means it's too, too low, low to measure. To even I feel measure.
1: bad for the interns who have to like sit there and watch this stuff and come up with this these
0: these mashups. Well, I'm very grateful they do it. Thank you. Okay, I got one. I got one from Biden, which kind of kind of upset me a little bit. Um, you can say pissy, you know? but uh, I want I want to bring it up. I, because... I don't think it, I don't think any children listen to this. I want you to, I want you especially oh, to comment on it because yeah, you've been on top of this issue. So hold on here. To, okay.
2: all so on and fair elections. is just such a threat. Literally. I've said it before. We're facing the most significant test of our democracy since the Civil War. That's not hyperbole. Since the Civil War. The Confederates back then never breached the Capitol. As insurrectionists did on January the sixth, I'm not saying this to alarm you. I'm saying this because you should be alarmed.
1: Oh, is that it that's it uh, I, I so I listened to most of that speech he you know he called uh, among other things called people who opposed him authoritarians um, wasn't this the unity guy? Shut up let me um. Let me, you know, that's
0: not unity right there. Joe,
1: me, me say shut up. Or, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: you
1: no, know, you know, Senator Biden, President Biden, Vice President Biden, whatever his, whatever, whatever, whatever perch from government he's taking your tax dollars um, has always been an instigator. He's an instigator now. Um, two things about that. Right. One is what the Republicans are getting attacked for is to is is to re- for in almost every instance, returning the voting um the election law in their various states to what they were prior to the changes um, that were made on account of COVID, right? Um, <clears throat> in no instance are they making them more, um, imposing more strictures than were present uh, prior to 2019. Now, so again, I hate to say this about a, about a, a person in whom we have propose trust. The president is lying either intentionally or accidentally. I'm not sure which. Um, the other thing, that bothers me about it is is democracy is not facing its greatest challenge in this country since the civil war the civil war was not a challenge to democracy the civil war was a challenge to the notion that you know you could have a multi-state union right right wasn't a challenge to democracy the bad news for you guys confederacy voted for a president too they voted for a congress too and basically adopted the united states constitution word for word except they they took out the three-fifths provision and they inserted the protection of slavery. That's it. So this notion that, oh, since the Civil War, blah, blah, blah. I would like to um, ask every, every Japanese person who was interned by Franklin Roosevelt that question. I would like to ask the women in the audience who were not given the vote until 1920 that question. I would like to ask every African American who was disenfranchised across Americans, wide swaths of this the, country, not the, the, just the, the two, South,
0: the two fifths that were, weren't, not just
1: the South, right? until like the Civil, um, Civil Voting Rights Act of sixty five. You know, it, he's either a liar or poorly informed. I'm not sure which. I'm going to vote for poorly informed. I don't informed. have the,
0: the the total count, but what, was three quarters of a million Americans were they killed during the Civil War. Is that yeah, roughly the bit, number? A little
1: bit less than that, about
0: 650,000.
1: Yeah. Enough to go around, huh? Yeah. So. It, it, it. And I'm still waiting for the first, by the way, to, to cycle back. To circle, <laughs> circle back. back. To circle back. We have 550 arrests now on January, with respect to January 6th. Still waiting for that first treason
0: charge. I haven't Still I have, waiting. I've been scanning the police reports. I haven't seen one yet. Still waiting, sports fans. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, yeah. I, I mean, this is part of their push, too, you know for this what? election The stuff, terrible thing right? about
1: the president saying this kind of thing is I expect this crap from – I expect this sort of folder all from guys like Brian Stelter and the rest of the crowd at CNN. You don't expect it from a president of the United States. No joke. I, no joke. I just want to point out one other thing real quick that's not relevant but fun, a fun fact that you're going to want to whip out whenever you can. The president's home state, Delaware – was in fact the last state in the union to give up slavery that's right ladies and gentlemen december 19 1865 after the 14th amendment was ratified not one second beforehand so the idea that i'm going to get lectured by a guy like joe biden yeah you're out of your mind yeah who memorialized
0: bobby bird i know that that talking point comes up a lot again worth reminding he
1: himself is radicalizing people like me that's not easy yeah. I'm a hard person to I mean, radicalize. I got a lot of stuff. <laughs>
0: yeah. mm-hmm. I do not have a closing. I do. Clip, but oh, I, I do have a closing. A closing I want to read a closing tweet uh, to close the show. So I, the Can floor you, is yours. I'm going to go first until get, you give me
1: the give yeah, me the high side. I thought you. Uh, I'll, I'll be quick. I thought you were going to. No, ask no, me. we're good. I thought you were going to ask me about the Yankees, and I. Saw we went it.
0: a little bit long this week because you know we didn't give our folks. We not give didn't give, love, didn't give our, our folks one. love
1: last week. That's so. okay. I'm sure. I'm sure almost no one's made it to the end of this. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> we always leave thinking it wasn't one of our better ones. And then, eh, you know, whatever. the producer does some good work. So that's so, yeah, really. off to you, Alex, really, the wrong, the
1: wrong person, the wrong people are in these chairs. So the Yankees, right. Um,
0: oh, did you have to bring it up?
1: Yeah, I did. So, okay. cause I've been thinking about what's wrong with them and, I, and I'll, and I'll, I'll, I'll be quick. Right. The Yankees are a, are a 500 club heading into the all-star break. Right. And for, Yankee fans of a certain age, and that means pretty much anybody over the age of um, under the age of forty. Really, it's the first time they've seen a Yankee squad that's really a five hundred, legitimately five hundred team, right? Not because of injuries or this, or that, or the other thing, or strikes or anything else. They're just not a consistently good team. They're not a consistently bad team. They're a five hundred team, right? And for twenty years now, in the last twenty years, Yankees have been in, have won one World Series, but they've been to like. 19, you know, the playoffs, 19 years. And I started thinking about their problem. And here's their problem. Their problem is, is that, and stick with me because I'm coming Um, around to a larger point. I am here with you. They have a general manager who never played baseball. They have a general manager who never played sports of any kind. They have a general manager who is steeped in numbers, in data, in this idea that you can reduce all of human experience
0: to some kind of analytical framework.
1: You follow me so far?
0: I am. I want to add one quick thing to that. Sure. We have also have a general manager who's got his start with an owner who did whatever it took to win. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah. he gave that general manager some early wins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which bought his bought him all of yeah. this time that he's had. But go back. Yeah,
1: no, I was gonna say for so for 20 years he's been he's been good but not great. Okay. And I started to think about that because that particular disease has infected America more generally. And let me tell you what I mean by that. American companies um, are now given over to data, data analysis, right? And that's great. I'm a big believer in numbers. I've said it on this show a bunch of times. Um, Math, numbers, data can help illuminate a situation, but that's all it can do. It can't make the decision for you, right? And in baseball, And in corporate America especially, we have turned over way too much of the decision-making authority to numbers guys, guys who have never played the game, guys who have never taken a risk. It's not accidental that in the same 20 years that the Yankees have been good, not great, right? The, by the way, the worst twenty-year stretch in their franchise history. You're talking about the greatest franchise in the history of sports. Yeah, we're um, we're
0: now longing for the the '80s yeah. Yankees because at least they were entertaining. Yeah, with Balboni at, yeah.
1: at all. So so, what's happened to the Yankees over the last twenty years is what's happened to the American economy and America in general. Right, we have a bunch of people who have never played the game now in charge. That's why American business is not quite what it's been. That's why American business, sometimes in our little corner of the world, takes stands that are actually against their own interests, right? Because the data tells them to do so. Um, That business formation is down in this country, that entrepreneurship is down in this country, right? That you talk to a run-of-the-mill private equity guy and he has trouble finding things in which to invest, right? He has trouble finding healthy young startups because everybody is so focused on data. And by the way, if you're focused on data, you're never gonna start your own company because the chances of you being successful are remote. Remote. Of course. The data tells you not to do right. it, right? Of course. It's also a problem in our government, most especially in our military, right? Military's been infected by the by the data mania. We have not won a war in seventy-five years. We really haven't lost a war in 75 years. We have we're have. Like, we
0: 500. We have
1: been like the Yankees in the last 75 years, right? We do not lose or win enough to excite anybody with respect to the military. That's because we get tangled up in data. Rather than get tangled up or get – rather than be led by vision, we are led by numbers. What that leads to is a protracted period of mediocrity. And that's where the Yankees are. That's where American business is. That's where the American government, especially the military, is. It's a thought. Next time somebody tells I, you about data, you should start wondering. Yeah. What are well, you doing? it's like you
0: can't. I mean, AI, AI or autonomous vehicle is the same thing, right? It's, you can't drive the car. Ultimately, you you have to make the decision. That's right. That's right. Somebody has. And all these people are pinning their, you know, like pinning the, the future on this. The stuff. data's going to make the decision for me. Data never makes decisions. I think that's very insightful. Um, I want to add my little thing. Sure. I, I, when I, the, the game that Cole pitched 128, 120 pitches, 128, 128 yeah. pitches, 28 pitches where he basically told Aaron Boone, a few, a few I'm, choice yeah, words. I'm not done. Yeah. And finished that game. Yeah. The, that to me was what the, that to me was a perfect example of what yeah. you're talking about. Exactly. That's exactly and right. I, at that moment, I said they, might, Me they too. might have a chance. Me too. And then the very next game, the, the season was over. The
1: very next game. The
0: season was over. The very over. next game,
1: Aaron Boone, who was, by the way, a perfectly average manager,
0: hired specifically
1: because he was comfortable managing by through data, yep. did the data-driven thing and put somebody in to close a game out who had no business closing a game out. And despite like his eyeball, what he was looking at, Didn't change his mind because the data told me not to do that. The data told me to do this other thing. Yeah. Gary Cole, all the data in the world says you could
0: take him out for that last guy. That's right. And you know what? Um, But that, with that also, at that moment, he earned his, he earned his massive salary. Sure. Well, you know, apart from that, forget that for a second, right? Because he's been putting, he's been under a lot of crap. Sure. Right. But he, but he,
1: more than that, right? he. In that moment, he was something and someone that we should all aspire that's to right. be yeah, and, exactly. and
0: follow. I was going to add
1: that to the, you, you know, know a leader. That's right. Someone who's willing to take a chance. That's right. And, right. And, and,
0: and that's what we're missing. To step out on the limb. Do the risk. Right. Give me the ball. Give me the ball. Where's the give me the ball? Give me the right? podcast. So, I'll tell you. Say man, something crazy. You, you have, Do your you, thing. I think you're onto something here. I think you're onto something, but I also think that uh, <laughs> the I boss. Also, but I also think we're going to I in think trouble. that the boss would be just utterly disappointed in his son right now. I, like, you know, I, the, the boss. There's and, no way and, he would tolerate and, this. And garbage. George
1: Steinbrenner, George Steinbrenner, is exactly the kind of guy I was talking about. George yep. Steinbrenner didn't
0: give a rip about data. They did not. He tried to buy the Cleveland Indians. Remember, yeah. he was from Cleveland. Yeah. He was a steam, was a steam ship, guy, was a belt, guy, a merchant marine guy, or yeah. whatever. They wouldn't. Yeah. They didn't want him to buy the damn Indians. Yeah, he bought the Yankees on a fire sale.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and, and look and, what he did to, with them, and, and wanted to win, right? And didn't and care took a
0: franchise. Didn't that care about brand was trash. That's right. Okay, anyway. I'm gonna close with a a tweet. I don't even know who this person is. I don't even know how I I got this on my feed. It's probably. Ava She has per- a blue check though, so it's it's Ava Perone. Uh, I'll I'll give her credit. Amy Tarkanian. Who is a mama for a hubby to Danny Tarkanian and former Nevada GOP chairwoman. So she must be uh and related to, to Tark's yeah, son's yeah. wife. Yeah. My personal trainer, quote, You haven't been to the gym this week. <laughs> Me, quote, and I haven't been to Europe. I don't understand the point you're making. <laughs> And that is a wrap, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) for the 44th episode of the Unregulated Podcast. Namaste.
1: (laughs)